All right. I am not going to ask how you're getting on. Uh, I've already established that for as long as this uh, lockdown is is happening, uh, for as long as the for until the coronavirus is cured, I will not be asking how you're getting on. I will instead be confessing secrets so that we can stimulate conversation. Um, so here we go. All right. Um, when I was seven, um, in 1994. In in uh, in China in Beijing, I was getting changed in uh, public uh, changing rooms in the pool, uh, and uh, a Chinese man—you just called him men over there—a um, man saw my penis, and he pointed at it, and he was laughing. He was like, "Oh, oh!" Uh, and he got a load of lads came over as well and started pointing. And they were like, "Oh my god!" I couldn't hear what they were saying, but I think. They were making these kind of like motions with their hands. They were putting their hands very close together and then they were extending it really far out as far as their arms could stretch um, to each other. They kept saying, I don't know what it means. I don't speak Chinese. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that happened. Um, anyway, so welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 69. Oh, my God. You're going to make a little boy blush. And don't you make this little boy blush. Oh, my God. I'm going as red as a Wexford straw. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's um, it's getting steamy here. Look, I, for whatever reason, I find the number six. I love the number 69. I think it's great. I think it's funny. Uh, I don't think, look, again, this is one of those things like, you know, some people, I think some people have a far more perverse mind than I do. What I see when, (laughs) I don't know why I'm being so, I don't know why I'm, people are more perverted than me. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. But what I mean is, for me, the number 69 is throwaway. The number 69, but like it has the connotations of... For me, it's not even the connotations of, of two people uh, performing oral sex on each other, right? Look, I don't even want to say that because that's not even what it, it is to me. It's not that. It's just, it's it's a cool number from when you're a teen. That's what it is. And I'm still a child. Even now on Twitch, a channel that I'm probably going to grow over the next, you know, five to ten years. Uh, my my name is Tony Horror 69 You know, if, if, if I can't get Tony Horror on all the soch, uh, my number is Tony Horror 69 um, speaking, sorry, speaking of which, I don't know if you've noticed on my Instagram and look, yes, uh, this is the sort of thing I would I would be lying if I said it didn't matter to me, but it does. OK, you might notice that beside my name on Instagram, you might see a little uh, a little blue fella. You might see. <laughs> you might see. And I'm not talking about when the genie shrinks down and tries to get in Aladdin's ear. I'm talking about a little tick, a little blue tick. And I'm not talking about the sort that gives you Lyme disease. I'm talking about the, the sort that informs people that they, among them, is a person uh, of merit, uh, of more significance than someone without this um, this tick. And you, this thing, um, this verification tick, whatever it is, uh, you might now find it uh, beside beside my name. I'm verified on Instagram. Look, I've been verified on Instagram. Um, and look, I'm not... This is what you get on this podcast. You get me being honest about that sort of thing. You're not getting some influencer or someone who would just be like, oh, well, look, I just had to get it because, you know, there was other people pretending to be me. And, you know, or, I want it because I want to feel fucking special. <laughs> and that's why I, it's not, and I'm gonna, not even going to lie, I have been trying to get this tick for pretty much every week for the last two, since Plume. 
since Plune. Since Plune came out, I have, because this is who I am, and this is this is why you love me. This is who you get, right? This is me. This is why you're here. I'm not going to act like some influencer who's like, oh, I just had to get it because, you know, I had to just make sure for work that people knew it was me and not someone else. It was someone else doing a fake account or any of that shit. That's not, I'm, I'm saying I wanted it because I wanted to feel fucking special, right? Um, and spoiler alert, you don't feel any different. You don't feel any different. It's like waking up when you're um, 18 and your man says, how does it feel? And you're like, mm, <laughs> whatever. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Um, and look, I'm also not going to lie to you. I'm not one. I'm not going to be one of these, you know, people who's like, oh, look, uh, my agents or the agency that I work with where I get some brand work, just <laughs> send it in for me. I personally, me, Tony Cantwell, have been inundating Instagram to try and get this next to my name ever since the Plume video got to the 10,000 views about four years ago. I have been in and I was even trying to get verification on Twitter before I, you know, before before I had done anything in anything public, anything public. Some I have just look, I'm not alone, right? I know this might sound fucking vacuous and that I'm a fucking loser. I know what it might sound like. But even Julia, Julian Assange, right, tried to get verified on Twitter, so much so that he started putting a blue diamond next to his name. This is Julian Assange, who you think, why would he give a shit about that? He's a man's in prison. <laughs> man's in prison, you know, essentially. Why would he give a shit about having a tick next to his name? And he was putting this blue diamond next to his name, so much so they had to change the fucking, the, the, the coding of Twitter so that you can't put that particular emoji next to your name because it looks too much like a verification dick, right? So, if that's the length that the head, the head of WikiLeaks is going to go to, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's I... I was happy. I'm happy to get it. I was happy to get it. Again, I don't feel any different. <laughs> Actually, I went in. I went into the off near my house, and it had just happened. I just noticed it as I was walking out the door um, that I had a blue tick next to my name, and um, I went into the off and they were like, "Oh, what's up?" And like normally, I have nothing to say. And I said, well, do you know what? I got I got verified on Instagram today. I have a blue tick next to my name. And then the lady in the AFO um, was like, that's great. Congrats. And then I tapped my card to pay. I was denied. And she goes, fuck all cash, though. <laughs> you fuck all cash. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. Oh, you're verified. That's great. Uh, fuck all cash, though. Oh, I was fucking howling laughing. Um but look, I uh, again, that's just another, that's, and that's a story just to, again, like I also don't, I also sometimes go onto my accounts and move cash around, you know, it doesn't give you any money exactly, the verification tick, but, um, you know, it does mean, um, no, it doesn't mean anything. I am joking. I am joking. <laughs> I am joking, but I did want it and I got it. And I'll tell you, this didn't make me any happier. Didn't make me any happier. So whatever internal monologue you have and this is the one I had like if I can just if I can just get a fucking blue bit of pixels next to my fucking name I'll be happy is not gonna whatever it is if I can just get the fucking Simone Rasha H&M fucking headband and I'll wear it all the time I'll be happy you know whatever that thing is is not you know it's not gonna make you happy you know the what the only things that make you happy is your spin on the things that you already have, your spin on the the things 
Yeah, exactly what I just said. <laughs> you're spinning on the things you already have, you know? Because I tell you, as soon as I got the blue ticket, I was heading down the stairs and I was heading out to the offo. Uh, guess who fucking came out of retirement? Fucking Gary. Gary piped up. And Gary pipes up and he's like, um, yeah, it's not Twitter though, so. Oh, nice blue ticket. It's not Twitter though, so. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, fuck, it isn't Twitter. And then I was like, how do I get, <laughs> do I get one on Twitter? And then I was like, what is, what is this? What is this? Can I not just fucking, you know, appreciate it? And I don't even like Twitter. It's not even right. He's not even right because I don't like Twitter. I seldom use Twitter. I, don't, I, I actually personally think that if there was an EMP that could be targeted at one point of the internet to fucking explode a website, it should be Twitter. I think it's the single biggest fucking uh, dark stain on discourse in the 21st century. It's not how people talk to each other. It's not, it's not, and it's, it's, it's almost like fucking procedurally generated, you know, arguments. It's just, you know, it's just... It's a cesspool. But, um, so I don't want it. Well, you know, but it isn't easy. He was right, though. It isn't a Twitter one. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I have what I have. I have what I have. And um, look, all I'm saying is now that I have a blue tick, um, this podcast is down premium. You're going to you're gonna have to start fucking paying for this shit. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't make the rules. But now that I'm premium, this podcast is premium as well. Um, and no, of course, you will never have to pay for this pod. If you do want to pay for a pod, you can pay for arguably the better one over on the Patreon page. Uh, no, this podcast will always remain free because, of course, we have phenomenal sponsors. And, of course, this week's sponsor is the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Look, you are already very well aware about the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. You know that it's a cool contemporary brand. You know that it's a tasty whiskey distilled out of the heart of the liberties. You know that it's a three-year-old blend of malt and grain. And the fact that it's aged in bourbon casks gives it a lovely smooth finish. You know that. But what you may not know, what quite frankly none of us know, is the true history and secret recipe of the Dubliner Irish whiskey. So I've been doing a bit of digging online, a bit of researching, and I stumbled across a website called uh, Irish uh, History for fucking Legends.org, right? And um, I just typed in Dubliner Irish whiskey. It's a phenomenal website. And I found the first mention of the whiskey uh, actually mentioned in the, the Battle of uh, Magtwiri, but more specifically in the final battle between Balor and Lou. So Balor was this giant Fomorian Lord who had a single poisonous eye which destroyed, corrupted everything that he stared upon. And he used this he used this poisonous gaze to stare upon all of the whiskey in Ireland, turning it to shit, okay? So all the whiskey was shit because Balor had stared at it. And Lou, his grandson, Lou Lauda, Lou of the Long Arm, he said, Balor, bro, you born old wanker man. We've had enough of this shit. Me and my fellow millennials and Gen Zers are tired of your fucking old crusty ass whiskey tastes like Bordemona, man. We don't want a whiskey that burns our necks anymore. We want a tasty, accessible, smooth finish of a whiskey. And so they fought in single combat and Lou killed his grandfather. He used a slingshot because he's radical and cool and young like me. And he fired it right through the eye um, of, of Balor. And Balor fell and died. And the curse, the blight of terrible whiskey, Ishkabaha, was uh, apparently ended. And um, again, I don't know if this has any connection, but it's a similar enough spelling from what I understand, is that Lou is said to have celebrated the victory. Uh, at least this is what it says on um, uh, Irish History for fucking Legends.org. It says he celebrated uh, with a neat tumbler of Dublin Irish whiskey. 
So, I mean, my, my Gaelic isn't exactly up to par, but Dubliner Irish Whiskey is said to have what he's celebrated. So, look, we don't know if that's connected or not, or if there's any connection to the, the old recipe, but we'll certainly be doing some more digging in the next couple of weeks into Irish folklore and the history of the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. But enough of that shite! It is episode 69 uh, <laughs> on the pod today, and I'm going to be going through some of the worst sexual advice that I could find online. Some for women on Cosmo, some for men on men's health on this Tony Cantwell shit show. It's Tony Cantwell shit show. And I know, and I know, and I know, and I know that the show was Tony Cantwell shit show. And I know, Lovely stuff there. So, guys, welcome to episode 69. Oh, my God. Triple X, man. <laughs> you know, uh, look, if you're already getting a bit hot under the bloody collar, man, then jump in the bloody pudding plunge pool. <laughs> um... Look, this the, 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 this being 69 is me a, a year and a bit into this and clearly running out of things. Um, but as well, I have a reverence to the number 69. It reminds me of being 13. It reminds me of, you know, being like being into wrestling and, you know, DX having 69, the number 69 on the back of their jerseys. X-Pac having 69 on the back of his jersey. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? You know? And then, like, someone explaining what a 69 is because they're explaining the Undertaker's finishing move, the tombstone. It's like a tombstone, but you're lying down, you're giving you a blow. And I was like, oh, my God, it's crazy. You know, I've had a 96 before. I've done tops to tails when I was staying in, like, you know, my cousin's gaff. Uh, I've done a 96 with another man, but I've never actually done a 69. And like thinking, oh, that's cool, you know, but like never actually fully visualizing it. Do you know what I mean? This is the thing that some people get really like, they clutch their pearls, their monocle falls out of their eye, you know, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you said 69. Can't believe you said it's fucking 69. You know, oh my God, you're making me feel uncomfortable now saying 69. Like, for me, that just makes, it's just a number that is sex adjacent. I don't visualize anything, but there are some people, and this is the thing, I think the more prudish you are, the more you actually do vis- visualize things in your head, the more kind of porn explosions happen in people's heads. You know what I mean? Like I've said this before, you know, you, you see, if someone said to me, go off, oh, fucking eat a dick, you know, I'd be like, I'd laugh and I wouldn't even picture the idea of me actually eating a dick. But you say that to some person, they're like, oh, my goodness. They, like this explosion goes off, this trigger in their mind where they actually visual their teleported into this dimension where they're having a buffet of dicks and there's nothing they can do about it and you've put them there and they're angry about it and similarly they see your your Twitch handle Tony Horror 69 they're like oh my god why are you making me picture fellatio and cunnilingus that is awful why are you doing that to me and I'm like I'm not Maybe you have a good hard look at yourself in the fucking mirror and act why see understand why you're such a little pervert in your own mind you know, similarly, you give some, some you give someone the middle finger sometimes, and they get so fucking pissed off. You give someone the middle finger. Some people get, give me a fucking finger. Don't you ever make me visualize myself wanking off myself because you meant fuck you by putting a finger up at me. You know, some people get entirely wound up about it. But look, I'm just here to dispel it, bro. Let's just chill. Look, let's just chill. It's episode 69. I think that's a cool milestone because I'm a fucking child. Okay, and but. On topic, what I've decided to do, in the same vein as my um, tips for men on dating and tips for women 
for dating. I have gone through, um, I've scoured the, I'm, I'm being so obnoxious now. I'm just, I have just become a fucking parody of myself. And I'm not talking about bloody Iago from Aladdin. <laughs> parody, 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 a uh, joke version of myself. I've become a joke version of myself. I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know if I'm doing a character right now or if I've just had another coffee. Anyway, look, I have been scouring the internet for some advice on how to spice up things in the boudoir, in the bedroom. Um, I don't like how I said in the boudoir, but I'm not editing this. I'm not. We are fucking raw today. I'm not editing it. So, look, we are. Um, so, I have some from Cosmopolitan magazine. This is the magazine that teaches women how to be better uh, and men's health, which teaches men how to tackle problems like sex and love uh, in a more science based. It used to be all lads, lads, lads. Now it's all science based. So, I'm going to take some advice from both and try and put myself in this situation on how this might go down, right? So, similarly to what I did for the men's and ladies' uh, advice in dating, this is now once you've actually got to the point of copulation, maybe you're even in a relationship at this stage. Um, um, what you can do to spice things up. So, okay. Here's a tip here from Cosmopolitan magazine. Wear a wet t-shirt to bed. Did I stammer? Wear a fucking wet t-shirt to bed. Nick, who's 30, writes into Cosmo and he says, an ex, so this bodes very well for the future of your relationship, came to bed in a soaking wet white t-shirt and the sight was jaw-dropping. Look, the only thing hotter than my bird in a wet t-shirt in my bed was the lemsips that we had to drink the next morning to stave off the hypothermia that we had. <laughs> we shouldn't have left the window. Why did we leave the window open? Um, look, uh, if Terry came into bed with a wet t-shirt, I'd be like, so I cannot put even a damp towel on the bed? You eat the fucking head off me and now look at you to stay at you. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm just so defensive at the moment. We're just on very little sleep. That's what happened. Uh, I think that's an awful idea, but I totally get, look, sometimes sometimes things are sexier, not being like, you would think, oh, the naked body is the sexiest thing. But no, like, you know, having like a bra on or having, <laughs> having a wet t-shirt on, alluding to the thing that you want to see, sometimes is sexier. So look, maybe wear a t-shirt into the shower and say, here, look at that. <laughs> it's bloody mad, isn't it? No, we're not supposed to, we're not allowed to get wet. Confo rules, confirmation rules. We're not allowed to get wet. And look at me now, breaking all the rules. I get it. It's the big taboo of getting clothes wet when you're not allowed to get wet. That's cool. Um, look, would it work on me? Yeah, because I'm dumb. Um, would I be a little bit annoyed as well? Yeah. I'd be like, I suppose I have to change the sheets now. That's not going to go through the mattress protector. Okay. <laughs> all right, next one here. This is the tip. Look, this one contains minor graphic images, okay? This is another from Cosmo. Make two fists. This is about a penis. <laughs> this is on a penis, okay? So sorry. This is a sex tip for how to please a man's penis, okay? If you're a woman or another man. Make two fists around his shaft, pardon me, and twist them in opposite directions as fast as you can. As fast as you can. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. Doing anything as fast as he can is not an attractive look. <laughs> you know, do, doing, uh, and I tell you, if you were doing that kind of action, to act, literally, try and do that as fast as you can, right? I actually, yeah, your, your, your wrists have to go a little bit limp, you know? You have to, just so you can more or less get the flick of the arms. Um, and that sounds awfully, awfully sore. Um, 
But this kind of does tie into the next. <laughs> this other guy wrote in the Cosmo when he goes, it really sucks when women handle your manhood with care. <laughs> With care, not even like just gently or too soft. When they hand, man, fucking really sucks when women handle your manhood with care. Grab onto it like you're milking a cow. Moo, bitch. <laughs> just fucking milk it. You may think you're hurting him, but I guarantee if you asked, he'd request more. Okay, let's recap now. So, right, so, so she gets into bed, which is she's soaking fucking wet. She's trying something, so you're kind of like, all right. <laughs> It's a sort of wet now because the T-shirt was too wet that when you push down onto your memory foam mattress, there's a squelch in it. It isn't just wet like you lift it up. You know, it's gone right through, you know, like if you pat it, there's a little splash, you know, on your bed. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. But look, she's trying something. I don't want to say anything, you know, Um, she starts giving your cock a Chinese burn. Uh, They just call it burns over there. Um, as fast as she can. <laughs> as fast as she can. So it means ah, she's screaming at you. Um, she goes, I know you don't like me to handle you with care. So you better fucking move for me. And I'm like, look, I like that you're trying something and this is so different. So I'm into it because I'm also really dumb. <laughs> um but if you did actually ask me, I would not, I probably would not request more of this. So that is, that that is, that's an inconsistency there. All right. Next one. Put on an accent. <laughs> and again, keep in mind, this is advice for a woman to a woman. Next time you're under the covers with a man, you do an accent. Put on an accent. Try one out the next time you slip under the covers and see how long you can go without breaking out of it. Are you lagging away a twist of your cock? <laughs> Will y'all give me a move? Just give me a fucking move. What? Yahoo! I twist your cock off. <laughs> I twist your cock off. Um, bonus points if you can nail multiple British accents. All right. So, I don't know. Um, I'm so sorry what I did to your cock. Oh, my God. The absolute state of it. I'm so sorry about that. Now we're, now we're in Newcastle, mate. Oh, hey, pets. Oh, hey, man. Oh, my pussy's a nice bit of scran. <laughs> my pussy's a nice bit of scran. <laughs> and now we're in... Hey, lad. All right, lad. All right, lad. Got a ciggy? No, that's shy. Liverpool. All right, now we're in, now we're in Wales. I'm a fucking dragon. Now I'm a dragon. <laughs> now I'm a fucking dragon. Hey, when, what's new, pussycat? What's new, bloody pussy? And I'm a fucking guy, and I'm fucking soaking wet. And now we're in Bristol. Oh, Mr. Frodo. No, Mr. Frodo. You're a wizard, Harry. Um, now we're in uh, Yorkshire. I'm, I'm Sean Bean. Will you not give me a blowy for pity's sake? <laughs> Will you not give me a blowy? It is a gift, right? Now, Curly, we're we're in Belfast. We're in Belfast now. I think you're so good looking. I'm so sorry what I did to your deck. I read it in Cosmo magazine. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Um, and now we're all right. All right, you fucking mug. All right, you mug. Now we're in London, mate. I'm going to spark you out. Um, what else? We uh, 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 Bloody. Uh, um, yeah, that's all I'm going <laughs> to all I'm going to do. So this is very sexy to a man. Um, this, if you show your versatility uh, to a man's, wow, not only are you soaking wet, you know about the world, Britain. Um, all right, this next bit of advice. Sext him about his dad. <laughs> text him. Text this, it says. Text this. Was that your hand rubbing my leg under the table or your dad's. 
<laughs> Here's why. Meeting the parents is always a biggie. It's good to lighten the mood with a bit of flirty humour. Right, so now I have to spark at me dad. Is that what's happening now? So now I have to spark at me fucking dad. Is that what you're... So, 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 not only are you happy, not happy enough with ruining me mattress and me cock and just absolutely inundating me with annoying accents, now I have to spark out my own father just so we can have sex. Is that what's happening now? So I... Or at least try to and, and fail. So what you want to do is see me start a fight with my dad, him fucking finish it, <laughs> him do me in, get my ass handed to me, and what is that the plan now? I get I get my ass kicked by my own father, and then what is it like a kind of kinky Florence Nightingale kind of situation where you care after me? You put like some ice on my head, and I'm like I fucking had him, and she's like I know you did. <laughs> I really wish you hadn't put me in this situation though, um, where I had to fight my own father. Um, all right, next here. Hide someone else in the closet without telling them. <laughs> so, okay, having someone hide in the closet but don't tell your partner and the next time you have a friend come over and your partner comes home, shove the friend in the nearest room, closet or any space that is out of sight and is close enough that it's weird, then get it on. It'll be like every other time except for the fact that someone is secretly watching you slash covering their ears. Oh, look, not only is that not sound for your fucking friend, right? That sonar sound. Get in there for a second. <laughs> that, and that might seem sexy to you, insane person who wrote this for Cosmo magazine. But I'm telling you, my wife is not going to find it sexy when we're getting it on. I hear a noise from the closet and I throw my wife at it and cower away like a loser. These are instincts that she never needs to see, that I don't need to know that I have in me, that I would not, that <laughs> I would protect myself above everything else. She doesn't need to know that, right? We live in a society where we no longer live in caves. We're not running away from saber toothed tigers. She does not need to see what happens when I'm actually in a fight or flight situation. Situation. So that's not sexy. Or, God forbid, someone just goes in there with a fucking, you know, just hears a noise and runs in there with a fucking, you know, a hurl. <laughs> with a fucking, with a fucking hurl. And just smacks. Like, what happened? Who is, who is, who is in, who is going to prison? <laughs> who is going to prison if a man absolutely sparks out someone in the wardrobe that you brought, you put in there? Who is going to prison? It should be you. Um. So that's not, that's a bad idea. Okay, here's another one. Slip a donut around his penis and slowly eat it off. <laughs> and it doesn't stress this enough, but I need to say this. Take ages, okay? You need to take, like, hours. Put a, put a, like, even when he loses, he's not able to maintain his erection. Sit in silence and wait for it to return. And then eat the rest of the donut. Um, and then when you're finished, go, do, do. And he fulfilling this Homer fantasy. Um, and he should also, you should be wearing a kind of bald cap like Homer. And she, he should be wearing, it's difficult to find a marriage hair, right? You just get a blue towel and wrap around your head. <laughs> and this is very kinky. This is very, very sexy stuff. Um, okay, next one. Feed each other ice cream in the dark. <laughs> you might not be able to see, which means more spilling which means more licking up the mess. It's all over the sheets. No, lick the sheets. Lick the sheets for pity's sake. <laughs> we got these in the white company. My dad got us these for our wedding. Lick the fucking sheets. I tell you what would happen, right, in all seriousness. If this happened, if me and Terry were eating ice cream in the dark, I would be like, 
we would it wouldn't be sexy because we'd be talking about what we're enjoying about the ice cream but more importantly we'd probably end up fighting I'd be like I can fucking hear how big of a spoon you're after taking put that back I can't believe I can't even see it but I know you're taking all the cookie dough put that shit back now we'd end up having a massive scrap we finish pints of ice cream out of pure spite with each other um, just because we're like I know how much you've had we were meant to finish this we were meant to put this away after a couple of bites but I know you've had more and it's just an eye for an eye makes the pint empty you know what I mean um, so oh my god sprinkle a little bit of pepper under his nose <laughs> before he finishes sneezing can feel similar to an orgasm and amplify the feel good effects has this been written by a fucking alien that is insane mace the cunt <laughs> just before he finishes Take away, <laughs> take away everything that was meant to be good by absolutely just, uh, what the fuck are you doing? What am I, bloody Cacio Pepe? What am I, a bloody pasta of Cacio Pepe? Why are you putting pepper on me, dear? <laughs> Unless the whole thing is like this, there's some kink for like a ruined orgasm or something like that. That is absolutely fucking insane. And no fucking way did the person who write that actually try that. You can't just say try, you can't just say try something. Like I, even though I recommend to people all the time that you should probably veer away. Like personally, I I don't like the idea of, you know, even eating ice cream in bed, right? I don't like the whole sweet things. Give me a curry. Give me a gravy to eat with my partner in bed, right? Why is there no savoury, you know, foods? Uh, You don't want some fucking sweet dark chocolate or some shit or whatever in bed. Give me a fucking gravy. Give me a little KFC tub. Give me a Hillbillies tub, most importantly, the best gravy. Um, Or actually, that's not entirely true. But um, look, I don't look. I'm I'm taking my Chick Fluencer hat off for a second. Just whatever, a bit of gravy in the bed. That's what I. But I haven't actually tried that, so I cannot recommend to you to do that. Do you know what I mean? That's just some bored idea that I have for you to literally say, sprinkle a bit of pepper under his nose. You have never tried that, and he will hate that. There's fucking ice cream in the bed. You fucking douse him in pepper. Okay, next one. Press a fork firmly. Oh, my God. But don't break the skin or anything. Press a fork into different parts of his body, like his butt or his cheeks or his pecs or his thighs. (laughs) Stab, stab, stab. I'm a little devil. Stab, stab, stab. Do you like that? Do you like (laughs) I'm the little devil. Hey, I'm Fred the Red. I'm Man United's mascot. Do you like this? What the fuck are you doing? Just leave. (laughs) Just leave. Why did you make us do this? Although, if you were doing it, you could say, well, I guess I can call you a chicken ball because you're now my favorite thing on a fork. You're, (laughs) you know, because I love love eating chicken balls. Big fucking chicken ball on a fork. I'm just hungry. Um, That's a god-awful... that's a good awful idea. Why would that be good? You're just fucking bored. This fucker's like, uh, put pepper on him. Uh, put a fork. <laughs> He's writing this in the kitchen. You're writing this in the kitchen. Put a fork on him. Put pepper on him. Uh, put a table and chairs. No, no, that's too much. Um, put a microwave on him. <laughs> that's insane. Um, all right, next up. Hold his penis in one hand and lightly slap it with the other. You can tap it back and forth like you're volleying a tennis ball. (laughs) Um, 
unlikely pinch the skin on his testicles. <laughs> you bloody, you bloody wagon. And I know, look, I actually think women are far more adventurous in bed than men are. I think men are fairly vanilla uh, when it comes to sex. I think men, I think men are quite simple. The idea of, this is all very elaborate. This is like another fucking thing to do. Do you know what I mean? This is like, no, just fucking, <laughs> you know, can we not just, you know, have a ride, you know, whatever. You know, and in a way that's nice for both of us. But this, this is, just don't be fucking volleying me lad around and macing me. You know what I mean? It was a bit of fucking decorum, a bit of respect you know, can we just go back to the old way? The books from the 1940s, just for a sec. Do you know what I mean? But incorporate the clitor- clitoris. The 40s kind traditional stuff, but incorporating the clitoris now. Can we not just do that? Um, 40 love. <laughs> 40 love, baby. Um, okay, what else? Um, as, you're, as you're writing... Clamp down on his earlobes with your fucking fingers, it says, and pull on them to rock yourself forward and backwards. Hang from his fucking ears. (laughs) Please don't do any of this. Please. I mean, does this have to come with a warning? Please do not ever try any of this. Okay, let's go. Let's, we go through these again. Okay, you get into bed, you're soaking fucking wet, right? You get, you're soaking fucking wet. He's like, oh my god, it looked nice for a second, but now we're really cold. And there's a little puddle in the in the bed. Um, as fast as you can, give him a Chinese burn. They're just called burns over there. Um, say moo, bitch. To all the accents, mate. Oh, you like a bit? Hey, like a bit crampy? Oh, hey, man. Oh, and now I'm in Bristol. <laughs> and then you say. Your dad felt me up. <laughs> your dad felt me up. <laughs> your dad, your dad felt me up the other night. We were over in your parents' camp, and there's someone in the wardrobe. So you now are know that you have to spark at your dad at some point. But then you go into the wardrobe. Someone's in the fucking wardrobe. You spark them out with a hurl. Then she's like, "Let's do a bit of Homer Simpson role play. Can I put a donut? Is someone unconscious in the wardrobe?" And she puts a, pe- a donut on your penis. She goes, "No." Then she's like, "Now let's see ice cream. Turn off the lights, and you can just <laughs> just hear the snoring of the unconscious body in the closet. And you're eating ice cream. You're having a fight about it because she can tell that she's eating too much cookie dough. Then you turn on the lights, and she fucking douses you with pepper." <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? And then she stabs you with a fork. And then she smacks your dick around like it is, uh, like it's Wimbledon from back and forth. And you're like, ah, like your eyes, your eyes, you've pepper in your eyes. You can't know, you don't know what's going on. She stabbed you with a fork. Then she's smacking your dick around like Wimbledon. She goes, 40 love. And then she just pulls out your fucking earrings. Um, And then she's like, did you like that? Did you like that? Was that sexy for you? <laughs> Was that sexy for you? Um, I'm so sorry this is graphic. Um, <laughs> your dad felt me up. Okay. Okay, so that's what you do if you're a woman. <laughs> that's what you do if you're a woman, all right? If you're a man who base our facts in science and read men's health, which is science-based, then this are some tips that you can follow. Okay. Men's health says... Hold her gaze uh, for more than a minute. If she's blinking more than normal, which is more than 15 times a minute, there's a good chance she's on the pill. (laughs) So just so you know, right? Uh, Women who are on birth control, uh, 
blink 32% more than those who aren't. So just, and look, let this be clear. Don't ever communicate. This is the key thing here. Do not ever ask if she's on the pill. Women apparently hate men who communicate. So rather than ask her a question that you should probably know the answer to if you're you know, in a sexual relationship with her, rather than ever asking her this, stare at her head and count how many times she blinks. And again, this is going to be very difficult to maintain conversation when she does this, okay? So you got to be, she might be like, she could be like, I don't know. Um, she could be like, do you like playing with Pepper in bed? You know, and you're just like, you're just like staring at her one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, sixteen. All right, she's on the pill. <clears throat> I do like playing with Pepper in bed. <laughs> Let us. Ah, why? So there you are. Just make sure you never, ever ever ask a woman a question, a personal question. Women hate that. Um, Okay, here we go. Put on your toughest, most confident mug. I'm assuming that means face. As you look at her, because of uh, because of the shift in hormone levels, this is men's. This is always men's health. It's like, how do you tackle the problem of intimacy <laughs> with a man um, or with a woman? Uh, because of the shift in hormone levels, research says women who are on the pill. Why is everyone so fixated on the fucking pill? Why don't you just wear a fucking Johnny? Why don't you just wear a fucking Johnny? Um, women who are on the pill are more attracted to men with rugged features, such as a strong, wide jaw. So look. And I cannot stress this enough. You need to unlock your jaw like a fucking snake. You need to look like fucking Thanos. <laughs> you need to look like fucking Thanos, right? You need to widen out your jaw. Now, the only problem I can find with this is that while you're making, uh, unlocking your jaw and making the toughest mug you can, um, she may feel intimidated. And she may blink more. <laughs> she may feel like she is uh, uh, having to put her defences up because an attack is incoming and she may blink more uh, because she feels like something, you know, something might come flying for her head soon. Um, So uh, I would, I would be, I would be, you might be throwing off the the science of men's health by by doing this. So you might think, I want to maintain, I want to figure out if she's on the pill and if she is on the pill, I want to look really tough (laughs) so she'll have sex with me. (laughs) And by unlocking your jaw and putting on a tough face, she might then blink more and it might not be on the pill and it might not find you more attractive for. I mean, it could work great. It could work amazing because she's like, oh, my God, this guy's fucking jaw is fucking. Um, he makes me want to fucking soak my T-shirt. Um, here's another one. According to new research, the smell of toast is a serious mood booster. So that's what you do. You <laughs> widen up your jaw, bring her into the bedroom, widen your jaw, count her blinks, stare at her, and while you're doing that, just put two little, <laughs> two slices of brands in, and just slit. she's like, "Are you making toast?" And don't talk back, don't respond to her. Just maintain the eye contact, and honestly, count those blinks. You need to find out if she's on the pill. You can't ask her. Don't ask her if she wants toast as well. So she's gonna smell the toast, see how wide your jaw is. <laughs> She's going to be yours. Putty in your hands. Um, Okay, so the key to sexiness may lie in yogurt. At least for mice. The testicles of mice fed a yogurt diet were 5% bigger than those on a regular diet. 
according to a new study out of MIT. So if you want to... <laughs> if you're self-conscious about your petite testicles, then if you eat nothing but yogurt, you can have a 5% increase in the size of your testicles. So what you do is, I mean, you're probably going to have to, if you really want to see any actual growth, you're going to have to eat nothing but yogurt. And you're probably going to have to do that, you know, eight times a day. So maybe she catches you at a time where you're in, in the middle of gorging on some, you know, some Greek yogurt. She comes into the room, you're eating a lot of yogurt, you're putting on some toast and you're making your jaw as wide as possible. But make sure you count how many blinks and do not ask her if she's on any form of birth control. Um... Remember chores around the house count as foreplay. Remember the chores around the house count as foreplay. Uh, when you do them, that is. I tell you, nothing makes me feel sexier than bringing out a bin full of shit <laughs> and fucking yogurt. Um, it Honestly, it's the exact same. It's just the exact same as like, you know... Um, just a kind of little feel up the side, or a, a light caress on the side of a, of, of a woman's of a woman's belly, you know, a nice little soft caress, or maybe you know um, a kiss behind the ear, kind of on the earlobe. Bringing out the bins is exactly the same, um, and make sure, right? If you do this, if she does, obviously, if she, obviously, if she doesn't see you doing the chores, then she's not going to be turned on. So you need to let her know about this. Now, how can I incorporate this into the overall image of you widening your fucking jaw and eating yogurt and putting toast on? Um, kick some of the fucking clothes from under the bed. <laughs> They're kicking. Just maintaining eye contact. Put toast in with one hand and then fold your clothes with the other. That's, that's, and honestly, um, pop your chap into a jar of Nutella, it says here in Men's Health, and present it to your lady. Put your fucking dick in some fucking chestnut chocolate and present it to your lady. And say, look how fucking dumb I am. You need to leave. <laughs> you need to leave me. Because I read something in a magazine <laughs> that told me to do this for you. <laughs> I am in fear of my life and your future if you maintain this relationship with me. I cannot be trusted because I did this. <laughs> Here's another one. After your workout, reinforce her rising tea. I'm assuming that's testosterone with a sweaty makeout session. Male saliva has 10 to 15 times more testosterone than a female's does. So prolonged French kissing may give women enough of a boost in testosterone to stimulate her interest chemically. How about you just gave her a kiss? How about you just gave her a kiss and you wanted it to be good enough that it made her feel good and made her want to sleep with you? How about that? Someone you're already going out with, of course. How about you were in a good mood because of your workout, that your serotonin levels were high, that you felt giddy enough that even though you were covered in sweat, maybe she didn't mind and you gave her a kiss if she was up for it and then the kiss was good and it turned her on and then you had sex. Rather than how can I use the chemical formula in my fucking mouth like a sort of, I don't know, like a snake. How can I use my, my sex venom to to convince, to, to, to... <laughs> 
<laughs> to to manipulate someone who I'm already in a relationship with to want to have sex with me, who's already kissing me. And then what? You have sex and you're like, uh, so do you know, do you know here, do you know why you had sex with me, dear? Because in my mouth is a chemical that duped you. And why is that? Can we not just fucking do away with that? Can we not? Are you up for it? I'm up for it. We did it. It's great. I actually have 15 times more testosterone in my fucking tongue than you do. You you tiny pea-brained woman. I can't believe I was able to convince you to have sex with me. Um, oh, here's another one for men's help. See, this is just like... This... Look, I'm not here to say that I know what makes that. I don't. I don't know what women want, right? I'm not bloody Mel Gibson here, right? I don't necessarily know that you're meant to fill your car full of popcorn, right? <laughs> that's what women want, or at least that's what Mel Gibson thinks women want. But there's just a different way of men viewing sex, and it, it doesn't. It doesn't. <sighs> Try facial intercourse. This smooch mimics sex. From foreplay to penetration, right? So basically, what you're this that, that that is what you're trying to do. You're trying to convince a man that that kissing is sex, so that he will do something that he doesn't. He normally skips because he is only interested in 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 the sex part of it, in skipping ahead. Even though I don't even know how in this in this century you can um, whatever. I'm not really I'm not really an into sex advice here. Okay, look. Shall we recap? This is what you do if you're a man, right? Hold her gaze more for 60 seconds. You need to count how many times she's blinking to find out if she's on birth control. You're not allowed to ask the woman. They hate communication. If you find that she blinks 16 times in this 60 seconds, she is on the pill, in which case you need to put on the toughest fucking face you have. And at the same time, of course, maintain your yogurt diet, which will grow your testicles 5%. Eat as much fucking yogurt as you can. At the same time, put toast on because that's going to make her horny. And then kick around some of the clothes under the bed so it looks like you're doing chores. Then... What you need to do is you need to you need to put your dick in a jar of Nutella. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. There is no explanation for it. And then you need to present it to your lady. Then you need to do a workout as fast as you can and build up a sweat. If she wants to kiss you, kiss her. And this is a way of your hormones convincing her to do something she doesn't want to do, which is for some reason to turn on for you. And then you need to um, look, we'll call it facial intercourse, but reality is just kissing. Um, and then uh, if you get to that stage, maybe then and only then you can have sex with this uh, woman. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> this is just awful advice. How about communicate? How about just say the things you're interested in? How about um, actually just talk about it? And it might feel weird at the start uh, to talk about it. Uh, but then once you're talking about it, you're like, oh, this is weird. We're kind of talking about it. We're kind of almost into talking about sex and then have sex. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this, whatever the fuck this was. Uh, coming up, though, in a couple of weeks, the old 420 special, bro. It's actually happening on April the 20th, so do look forward to that. That's going to be in two weeks' time. Uh, if you want more podcasts, go over to the Patreon, baby. There's a whole fucking year supply of podcasts over there. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can do it over there. It's a price of a pint, uh, a pint that you're not buying, quite frankly, in a pub. So why not give it a shot? Give it a shot for a month uh, over on the Patreon. Um, and look, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the sponsor of this podcast the Dubliner Irish Whiskey go at Dubliner Whiskey on their Instagram give them a like give them a follow there Um, and thank you very much for listening I will see you here next week or on Friday on the Patreon all the best